The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, presented, of course, by DraftKings, which means I'll talk about every team in the NFL, yep, including your team, and you'll know exactly where they stand in my mind. We're already a few days away from the spread the word winner via social media. Just quote tweet any tweet from at Ross Tucker pod. It's that simple. You just quote tweet anything from at Ross Tucker pod. Obviously, we love when you say how much you like the show or this is your favorite day of the week or your favorite episode, whatever. Quote tweet at Ross Tucker pod. You'll probably get a retweet as well. Sponsor confirmation email winner. I'm so excited how many new sponsors we have in Q4, as they call it. Masterworks, Uncommon Goods, AG1, Sling TV, the Game Time app, incredible. Symbol, maybe my new favorite thing. YouTube shout-outs are cool. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL for those of you that uh, like to watch on YouTube or those of you who just want a cameo-style shout-out like Mary Aiello. Our newest patron. Welcome to the family, Mary. She's a part of the Tuckheads family at patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Hey, Ross. Monday Night Football, 30-29. to 29, The Chiefs winners over the Las Vegas Raiders. Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns, and they had to come back. What was it? Down 17? 17 nothing. That was an incredible game. I love this sport. I mean, I just love the sport so much. That game was awesome. It really was. I mean, Derek Carr on fourth and one throws a bomb to Devontae Adams. Josh McDaniels not messing around. Fourth and one in their own territory. Decently deep in their own territory. He throws a bomb to Devontae Adams against man coverage. That was awesome. Next time the Chiefs got the ball, I mean, the, the Raiders got the ball, take, oh, oh, you're still covering Devontae Adams, man to man. Okay, we'll throw it to him. Two pass interference penalties leads to a Josh Jacobs touchdown. Then they have another drive where Josh Jacobs is just taking souls. 
and he's up 17-0. They had to settle for a field goal. By the way, as I'm talking about this right now, it reminds me, this is a devastating loss for the Raiders. Derek Carr played extremely well. Devontae Adams made plays. Josh Jacobs was running like a man possessed. For most of the game, the Raiders dominated up front, both sides of the ball, and they still lost. They still lost the game. That is unbelievable. They didn't even turn the football over. I thought McKinnon was running hard for the Chiefs as well, got them back into it a little bit, led to Kelsey's first touchdown. So at 17-7, there's a controversy at the end of the first half because Chris Jones sacks Derek Carr from behind and he strips the ball and gets the ball. Should have been Chiefs ball. As he's hitting Derek Carr from behind and knocking him down, he lands on him with his full body weight. Now, I think reasonable minds can disagree whether it was full body weight or not, but I always try to have the perspective of the referee in the situation. We talked about this yesterday. I think it should be reviewable. That's where this needs to go because it's back-to-back days now where I don't think the correct call was made because of the singular viewpoint of the referee, in this case, Carl's Sheffers, making the call. He did land on him with a decent amount of body weight. Whether it's full body weight or not, it's up to you. He did kind of put his left hand out there to brace himself a little bit, and I don't know what he's supposed to do with his right hand. His right hand has the ball. At any rate, it ended up being a penalty against the Chiefs, led to another Raiders field goal. They were up 20-7. to Here's what needs to be said in this situation. They, they need to fix this. I'm not one to just bash Carl Cheffers. Everybody just wants to always bash the refs. Look, they're the best guys we got out there. They're real people too, okay? They're doing the best they can. You have no idea how hard that job is and how fast things are happening when you're out there. And as I mentioned on yesterday's show, and we posted on social media, they're taught when in doubt to protect the quarterbacks. Here's what I would tell you too. There have been a number of quarterbacks that have gotten injured on that exact play with a guy putting his weight on the quarterback as he goes down. A number of quarterbacks have gotten injured doing that. Right or wrong, the owners are going to do what it takes to protect the quarterback. Because later on in the year, when it's a primetime game and it's two backup quarterbacks going against each other, the ratings are terrible, awful. It's much better from a business standpoint, believe it or not, if you and me and all of us are complaining about the roughing the passer penalties, complaining it's a bad call, if we're complaining, we're still engaged, we're still watching the game. If it's two backup quarterbacks in November on a Thursday night, a lot of people aren't watching the game. That's bad for business. That's why the owners do this. They believe that they'd rather have some questionable roughing the passer penalties than have more quarterbacks get injured. That's where we're at. That's what we're doing right now. That's why they do this, just so you know. So, at any rate, they got a, they got the penalty. They get the field goal and ends up being 
twenty to seven. I think the Chiefs got a penalty, uh, a field goal at the end of the half too to make it twenty to ten. Second half was in large part about Travis Kelsey. The Raiders couldn't cover him. Now he didn't have a huge game, other than the four touchdowns, which obviously was huge. Probably the biggest play of the game was the Raiders held the Chiefs to a field goal. You know, Max Crosby was so good all night. Chandler Jones was so good all night. It's unreal that this team lost this game. It really is. It speaks to Mahomes, to be honest with you, that they lost this game. But the Raiders held the Chiefs to a field goal attempt. Malcolm Kuntz, who's a University of Buffalo kid. He's on special teams. He's taught to try to pull the tight end. This used to be me. You try to pull the tight end and the line forward a little bit, and that allows your guy to jump through to try to block the field goal. He was too blatant with it. The officials caught it. They called the penalty. The Chiefs came back out, got another touchdown to Kelsey. That was by far the biggest play of the game. And there's a lot of people you can blame. You can blame Coons, but you can blame the coaches for not teaching him properly. The best way to do that, you can blame the coaches for calling the field goal block in that situation. And by the way, the the Raiders still had a chance to win the game when Derek Carr throws a beautiful bomb to Devontae Adams late. The Raiders go for two, didn't have a problem with that decision. I understood it. I don't think I would have done it because you go for two and you get it and you're up by one. Then the Chiefs are in big-time desperation mode, and they have four downs to get it, and they probably get the field goal. I might talk to Fezzik about that one on the Even Money podcast. Ultimately, uh, the Chiefs end up winning the game 30-29. to Devontae Adams, crazy frustrated, pushes a camera guy after the game. Unbelievably unacceptable. He will be fined, should be fined as a result of that. You just can't do that. You also, in my mind, you can't have your house unprotected. Can't do it. I've told you multiple times how critical it's been for me and my family to have Simply Safe, to have the HD security cameras. That is the key. You can detect motion alerts. So you know when a threat is real. You have advanced sensors for every room that you want them in. Really, you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash Tucker to learn more. 20% off. It's the best gift you could ever give yourself and your family for the holidays because there's no safe like Simply Safe.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... This week, number 32, it's the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it is. And the Panthers, uh, not only are they the worst team right now, they fired their head coach, Matt Rule. I think I'm going to spend more time talking about that tomorrow because I, I actually have a lot to say about that. So I'm going to spend more time talking about that tomorrow. I'll talk about their team. Baker Mayfield's hurt, high ankle sprain. P.J. Walker will be the quarterback. Uh, This seems like one of those situations where I'm not going to say that they're happy he's hurt, but they're kind of using the injury as a reason to get another quarterback in there is my guess. Number 31, the Houston Texans. I only moved them up one spot because – I still don't think they're that great, but kudos to their defense for the plan they had against Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. They stopped them. They got turnovers. And Damian Pierce, you know, between Stingley and Pierce, the Texans actually have some young guys to get excited about and build around. Number 30, Pittsburgh Steelers. Bri, how long have we been doing this? 10 years? Yep. There is no way they've ever been this low, is there? I don't think so. No way. 30th. And get they've earned it. They've earned it. They're not good on offense, and they're not good on defense. I don't know if they're good on special teams. I haven't been paying attention. But they're not good on offense or defense, which is kind of a problem. Number 29, Chicago Bears. I just realized Thursday night is my 28th and 29th ranked teams in my power rankings. Thursday night's game. The Commanders against the Bears. Yikes. Hey, they both have a chance to move up. Huge Ross Tucker podcast power rankings matchup on Thursday night. So the Bears, they need their defense to play better. We, we know the offense isn't very good. But they need their defense to play better than it did against the Vikings for them to actually win games. And I thought there were some signs of progress from Justin Fields on Sunday. Justin Fields versus Carson Wentz on Thursday night is going to be like an all-time referendum game. Uh, You already mentioned 28, the commanders, who, by the way, over the past 10 years have been down this low. Yes. Good good call, Bri. Absolutely. And I'm actually going to talk about something else tomorrow, I think, a little bit longer. If you can't tell, we don't have a guest tomorrow because Bri and I are recording crazy early. So the wisdom is going to be diving in a little bit deeper to Matt Rule getting fired, to Ron Rivera saying the difference between his team and the other team in the NFC East is quarterback, which is a ridiculous comment by Ron Rivera. Honestly, fireable. And I like Ron Rivera. Like, why would you do that? I'll say more about it tomorrow. I will say this. Not all of you that follow at Ross Tucker Pod will get the DMs in time, but we're going to do a bunch of questions tomorrow and I'm getting your questions via direct message. 
So direct message me at Ross Tucker Pod with whatever questions you have tomorrow on a Twitter DM mailbag Wednesday. It'll be fun. I know a lot of you guys have interesting questions. It's going to be a fun episode tomorrow morning. Me diving into a, some of this news a little bit deeper and also um, going ahead and being able to answer your questions. As for the commanders, they're another one, quite frankly, Bri, where Wentz hasn't been great, but their defense hasn't played well enough either. You know, if you're the Bears and the commanders, you need your quarter, your defense to play better. 27, Detroit Lions. This disappoints me. This surprises me. I was feeling the... I was feeling the Lions. I was feeling the offense. I was feeling the effort. They were embarrassed by the Patriots. Dan Campbell says it's rock bottom. I certainly hope it is because that was an embarrassing performance that really bummed me out because I want the Lions to be at least decent. 26, Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they're not good. Uh, They've won a couple football games. Have they only lost one game? No. No, because there's been five games. They're 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. But still, they're 500? They are the worst 500 team. I think, I, I mean, I, actually, that's not true. There's a bunch of 500 teams that aren't that great. But I don't think the Colts are very good. <clears throat> Kudos to them for finding a way to win these various games and, and stay in the mix. But... Boy, their offense is tough to watch. O-line struggling, but they got it done, so give them some credit. Number 25, the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I don't know, man. Both those teams are in bad shape. Russell Wilson's, I guess, arm is literally in bad shape, but he had plenty of zip on his throws. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's bothering him. I'm sure he needs to try to get treatment so that it feels better, but the guy had plenty of zip on his throws. I mean, that's not the reason why he didn't play well. 24, Seattle Seahawks. This is unbelievable. How about it? The Broncos and Seahawks back-to-back. The Seahawks' defense is just awful. Geno Smith and the offense have been pretty good. They've played pretty well. It's been the defense that's let them down. Geno Smith has unequivocally, big word alert, unequivocally been better than Russell Wilson this year, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. Number 23, the Jaguars. Not sure about these guys. I I think it was a blip on the radar screen in terms of turning it over on downs and Lawrence having the two picks. They did outgain the Texans by quite a lot, but that's a bad loss, and that puts the Jaguars a little bit into the Detroit Lions disappointing performance category and being lower than I thought they were going to be. I was feeling both those teams earlier, not as much right now. Number 22, the New York Jets. How about the Jets? This is like the opposite, Bri. I don't think there's been that many times when the Jets have actually been this high. Break up the Jets, won multiple games. They're young guys, Sauce and Brees Hall making plays. Zach Wilson improving. Look out. 21, the Cardinals. You know, I'm not quite sure to make of these guys. 
I'm really not. I thought they did some good things defensively against a good Eagles team. You know what the Cardinals need to do? They need to run the two-minute drill the whole game. Just run two-minute the whole game where Kyler Murray doesn't even look over at Cliff Kingsbury for the plays. He just calls it himself, and they just run super up-tempo because he's at his best when he's just getting rid of the ball quickly or running around and making a play. That's what they need to do. Number 20, the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons got a raw deal uh, with the Grady Jarrett penalty. We know. I think the key thing to me about the Falcons in that game is that the Falcons showed that there's no quit in them. They are well coached because I don't think they're overly talented. But to battle back from down 21 nothing, those guys could have easily packed it in. I thought that was really impressive. And it's a good time to be an Atlanta sports fan. You got the Falcons and the Braves have all their guys locked up for a long time. Speaking of the Braves, Bri, I am looking at my beloved game time app right now. I can get in. I can go to the game. Now, I'm going to be at West Point, so I can't go Friday night. But I could take my family to a home playoff game Friday night at Citizens Bank Park. Right now, it's 195 bucks for the Braves and the Phillies. I don't know if that price will go down or up as we get closer. You can also go to the Cowboys, Eagles. I just love that you can put in whatever city on the Game Time app and see exactly what the price is and know you are getting the guaranteed lowest price. That's why it's the fastest growing ticketing app. You can even view your seat in the app so you can see exactly what your vantage point will be. Checkout takes less than 30 seconds. Download the Game Time app like I did, create an account, and redeem code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. So I could actually go to the Phillies Braves game Friday night for $20 less. Again, that's Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download game time. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Number 19, the Tennessee Titans. They got their formula. I say this every week. That is a well-coached football team. They are well-coached by Vrabel. They know what they are. Bully ball with the D-line and Henry. Tannehill does enough. Win close games late. You'll lose a couple, but you win more than your fair share. Love what – they don't have a lot of talent. I mean, look at their receivers. Seriously. They never should have gotten rid of A.J. Brown. But at any rate, they're 3-2. and two. Number 17, the New England Patriots. Is that right? Did we skip the Browns? Oh, wait, dude, I'm sorry about that. 18, the Cleveland Browns. So the Browns, they have not done a very good job of winning close games late. The Jets game – the Chargers game, the Falcons game, small margin for error with Brissett as their quarterback. 
they need to win these games. They, they, they're right there. They just don't get it done late, other than the first game. All right, now 17, Patriots. Thought that was a really impressive win. Bailey Zappi's story is amazing. The defense was fantastic. The Patriots know exactly who they are. Good D, run the rock, timely passing, bang. Number 16, the New England, New England, New Orleans Saints. Kind of interesting. The Saints won and movement all because the defense didn't look great. They gave up a lot to Geno Smith. They found a way to win. So kudos to that. But they're still about where I thought they'd be. They're, they're right in the middle of the pack with some of these other teams. 15, the Packers. Speaking of middle of the pack, this is about as low as we've seen the Packers in a long time. They're just not playing that great. I mean, they they probably should have lost in overtime to the Patriots, who are below them. They did just lose to the Giants. I mean, right now, the Packers are like a middle-of-the-pack team. They're not playing very well. They're not scoring enough offensively. Defensively, they're not as good. How do you let the Giants move the ball like that against you with Daniel Jones and Saquon both beat up and all their receivers hurt? I mean, come on, Packers. Number 14, the L.A. Rams. Struggling. Struggling up front on offense. Defense is still playing pretty well with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and the boys, but they're really struggling to block people. And as a result, Stafford is not playing well. Number 13, the Raiders. What? How did you move the Raiders up so much, Ross? They lost because I watched the game. And I go by what I think would happen at a series best of seven at a neutral site like my backyard or Wichita, Kansas right now. And the Raiders impressed the heck out of me last night. Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Renfro, Derek Carr, O-line, D-line. I can't believe they lost that football game. That's about as well as they could have played. Number 12, the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. San Diego, Superchargers, San Diego, Chargers. That was a gutsy win on the road in Cleveland. That other years they would have lost, and I guess they still would have lost if Cade York just made that field goal. Number 11, the Bengals. This is primarily because of their defense. The Bengals' defense is legit. Offensively, they have the players. O-line's playing better. They need to figure out how to attack the two deep safety looks. They got to take the underneath stuff. They got to run the ball and show patience. Number 10, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, number 10. Kind of going the wrong way. Bridgewater's in the protocol, even though there's no signs from anyone that he had a concussion. This feels like an overreaction from the NFL, but this is – this is what happens. And the Dolphins are in danger of slipping because it doesn't sound like Tua is going to play anytime soon. Dolphins' once promising season looks like it's being derailed by head injuries or perceived head injuries. Number nine, the New York Giants. How about the New York Giants? I am so impressed by this team, so impressed by Brian Dable, they're my team of the week. And the team of the week is brought to you by Symbol, 
the stock market for sports. Download the Symbol mobile app and use promo code ROSS for a free stock valued up to $150. You might want to get the Symbol app on your phone right now and put that $150 on the New York Giants. So impressed by this team. I mean, Daniel Jones has a high ankle sprain. I wasn't even sure he'd play. And he's out there running around, gutsy, the defense. Defense doesn't even have that many good players. Leonard Williams didn't play. They're not overly talented. But Wink Martindale has those guys playing their you-know-what's off. Saquon is like, I don't even want to go in the injury tent with the bad shoulder. Just get me out there so I can explode. This is an entirely different franchise because of Brian Dayball. And Joe Shane, the GM, by the way, you need to go ahead and buy stock in the New York Giants. And you actually can with the Symbol app. Awesome. Number, where are we? Number eight, the 49ers. 49ers are on a roll now. The The bad news is the injury to, to Bosa. We'll see how bad it is with the groin. The injury to Mosley is a bad one. Torn ACL, done for the year. I think I said this yesterday. The Niners always seem to get more than their fair share of injuries. Number seven, the Dallas Cowboys. Unreal. Unreal that this is where they are after four games with Cooper Rush as their quarterback. It's primarily the defense. The defense has been utterly dominant. They deserve a ton of credit, and they got a gigantic matchup against the Eagles Sunday night. Number six, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Are the Vikings 4-1 and one with their only loss being to the Eagles? They are. Wow. Because the Eagles really handled them that night. Other than that, Kirk Cousins and the boys are taking care of business. Another team that has a new head coach, and it's like a totally new, a totally new lease in life for that squad. Number five, the Baltimore Ravens. They're a good football team. Uh, they played much better defensively than they had been. Uh, Lamar missed some throws against a good Bengals defense, but I really believe the Ravens are a team that has a chance to win the whole thing, especially when they start to get a little bit healthier on offense, get Rashad Bateman back. Number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not their best performance against the Falcons, but the defense was better again. They did move the ball pretty much at will, and they look more like the Bucks. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't believe it's Chiefs-Bills on Sunday. I mean, how lucky are we? Chiefs-Bills on Sunday? Are you kidding me? My number three and number two teams, a very possible AFC championship game preview. I'm not even sure they played great last night. You know, the Raiders were more physical than them. But when you have Patrick Mahomes and you have Andy Reid, you a lot of times find a way, and that's exactly what the Chiefs did. Number two, the Bills. You got to check my social media, my Twitter, if you haven't already, at Ross Tucker NFL. There was like some type of different camera, really low, right behind Josh Allen on the 98-yard touchdown pass. And it is incredible. I mean, it's, it is amazing the throw that Josh Allen made, just the atmosphere, the crowd. It is beautiful 
camera work, just like the Bills have a beautiful team. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... Once again, the Philadelphia Eagles. Might have been their worst performance of the year, or at least their worst performance since the Lions game in week one, but they still won. They still won on the road at Arizona. Always a good sign of it for a team. If you don't play your best and you still win on the road, especially against a decent opponent like the Cardinals, ginormous game for them to try to get up two games on the Cowboys. They'll either be up two games on the Cowboys or they'll be in second place because the Cowboys beat the Eagles and beat the Giants on, on Sunday night after that game. What an epic Sunday of football that we have coming up. Epic day at the RT Media Podcast Factory. We'll do the college draft in about an hour. So look for the college draft podcast, some awesome games like Penn State, Michigan, where we'll be picking the games against the spread on college draft. And then Even Money Podcast, of course, a little bit later in the morning. Three new podcasts for you guys here today. Shoutouts are in order, always. Love the I Think We're Done Here members of patreon.com slash rtmedia, like Vision Comics with an X, backofficescheduler.com, Evergreen Economics, go-bangles.com, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, Sportaculture, Pizza Boy Brewing, and the best gift you can get anyone for the holidays, which will be here before you know it, myfrontpagestory.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.